Hello and welcome to this message on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen and may this encourage you in this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they too can be encouraged. Thank you and God bless you. Today we have a wonderful topic. It's called Unquenchable Fire for God. Now I want to explain this, okay? For those who are thinking, well, it's a religious topic. <laughs> I want a topic on comfort. I want a topic that's more practical. I want to say to you, that is a wrong notion, all right? The fire of God, the presence of God, the overflowing um, workings of God in your life is the very foundation of everything. And therefore, financial breakthrough and the wisdom to get there, uh, financial victory and the power to get there, financial success and the favor to get there, to make it there, they come from this foundation which is a right and on fire relationship with God. I want to say to you, everything flows from our relationship with God. With a heart that's on fire for God, we are in our right position to succeed and gain the victory in any area of life. Amen? So this is a most practical topic. Ito po ay napakaganda. Makinig tayo. I-open natin ang puso natin. It's going to be really powerful. Open your heart. Tell someone, open your heart. Amen? And God will do a great work in your life. And so today, it's my joy to introduce our speaker. Hindi po siya bago sa atin. She's part of our leadership team dito po sa Lighthouse. She's been uh, a network overseer for many, many years. She is a very fruitful leader in the work of the Kingdom of God here at Lighthouse. And she is a professor at the uh, University of Southeastern Philippines, Obrero, Yusuf Obrero. And uh, she has a double master's and she has a doctorate in philosophy. So she is uh, smart as a child of God. And today, we believe that the Word of God will go forth with power. Iwapin po natin ating mga puso, may gagawin si Lord sa buhay natin. Amen? So let's receive the Word of God through His messenger, Sister Lilibeth Senoas. Come on, palapakan natin si Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Pastor Latour. Praise God again. Come on, let's give God a mighty clap of praise. Praise God again. Thank you po, Pastor Latour, Pastor Alea, for the privilege of sharing the word today. Let's start in a word of prayer. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for your presence. God, accomplish what only you can accomplish. Thank you so much, oh God. Be glorified in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, let me begin with a question for us to ponder as we talk about the message today. The question, what will you be as a follower of Jesus, let's say, 10 years from now? Many perhaps will be serving the Lord all the way, like winning souls, leading life groups, raising up leaders within their family, in the community, in the city, or even some parts of the world, go out for missions, preach the gospel, so on fire, so all the way for the Lord. However, others sadly, and this is not a prophecy, may stop serving God the way they used to. Many, perhaps, may become lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. 
The thing is, it is for us to decide. And one determiner of our walk and service to God at the present and years from now is our fire for God. So today, we'll talk about the unquenchable fire for God. Now, the key verse is in Romans 12, 11 to 12. Never let the fire of your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord when you hope. Be joyful when you suffer. Be patient when you pray. Be faithful. Cambridge Dictionary defines unquenchable as impossible to suppress or destroy. From Bible Dictionary, fire signified boldness, courage, and zeal to fight off fear, cowardice, and timidity. Now, why does God want unquenchable fire for Him? First, God delights in a heart that is always on fire for Him. God delights in a heart that is always on fire for Him because this spells our love relationship with Him. Brothers and sisters, fire is the result of our intimacy with the Lord. Leviticus 6, 9, the fire must be kept burning on the altar. And did you know in ancient Israel, the priests were instructed not, as in, like, not to let the fire on the altar go out. Now, this required a lot of hard work to them, like, like the list is collect, was collecting firewood from the forests just to keep the fire on the altar. Now, Bible scholars see the fire on the altar as a symbol of the flame of our devotion to God. Next, people need light in the darkened age. Philippians 2.15 so that you will be blameless and pure children of God without any fault. But you are living with evil people all around you who have lost their sense of what is right. Again, you are living with people around you who have lost their sense of what is right. Among you, among those people, you shine like lights in a dark world. Psalm 78, 14 says, He guided them with the cloud by day and with the light from the fire all night. Now, fire is used as a source of light. Now, if you can remember Pastor Alea's message about courageous Christianity, what are, we be, what are we to be courageous about? This moral decay, decay happening in the world. Now, among others, skinning gender reassignment or sex change. Legalizing abortion. Legalizing same-sex marriage. Now, there was a study conducted with a research question. This was really a study and this was the research question. Why the moral decay? Now, after the thematic analysis was done, like thousands and thousands of words were analyzed from interviews and group discussions, you see, you know, the answer resulted to only two words. The answer to why the moral decay, the answer after the thematic analysis, why the moral decay, because of the me attitude. The researcher wrote, everything comes down to me, 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 my happiness, my satisfaction, my feelings. My feelings, my happiness, 
legalize same-sex marriage. My satisfaction, gender reassignment. But did you know, this recent study was already prophesied by Paul the Apostle ages ago about what will happen in the last days. 2 Timothy 3, 1-4 But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. These are the indicators. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure, than lovers of God. So I ask, Lord, how can we shed light to this contaminated me attitude world? So I went on reading the succeeding verses of 2 Timothy 3 towards to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Now, here we can read Paul's charge or mandate to Timothy and let this be our charge or mandate as well as Christians. 2 Timothy 3, 14 to 16. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. 2 Timothy 4.2 says, Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Brothers and sisters, the charge is preach the word. Let us preach the word. Let us teach the word of God as basis of morality. Use the word of God for training in righteousness with great patience and careful instruction or wisdom. Sabi nga ni Pastor Aleo, wag tayong makipag-away, wag tayong makipag-debate. But is let us not be silent. Let us stick to the morals written in the word of God. Now we may have different circumstances wherein we can grab the chance to preach or teach the morals written in the word of God. But the bottom line, brothers and sisters, let us stand for what is right and let us speak. Amen? Next, our fire for God protects us. Fire purifies. Fire is spoken about the Bible like 549 times and is used as a symbol of life spiritually. It burns up sin and it purifies our soul. You see, I remember... One rest and recreation we had last year, 2019, with the primary and with Pastor Luther and Pastor Alea. And you know, when every time we have our RNR, my favorites are this team building games, food, soaking time, and downloading from Pastor Luther and Pastor Alea. I really look forward to these things. Now, Pastor Alea at that time talked about how being on fire and loving and serving the Lord can actually protect us. Now, these words keep circling on my mind. This is a rephrase, but the thought is the same. She said, you see, the things we do for the Lord, the ministry, does not take from us. It actually gives to us. It enriches us disciplines us, strengthens us, sets us apart, 
gives us wisdom on how to live our lives. Because when you're in the ministry, especially when you're leading life groups or discipling people, all for God's glory, you will really watch how you live your life. You will really take care of your marriage, all for God's glory, your family, your relationship with your co-workers, the way you transact business, your honesty. You may not really be perfect though, but there is the effort of making your life right before God, all for His glory and by His grace. Amen? Come on, let's give God a mighty clap of praise. Now, given that our fire for God can make Him happy, we become light in the darkened age, and the fire of God protects us. Now, let's talk a bit about the science of fire or chemistry. Then we get insight and analogy on how we apply this to our spiritual fire. The science of fire. Now, there is what we call fire tetrahedron. Now, fire tetrahedron describes components needed to ignite and sustain fire. You can find this in any science book. Now, these components are oxygen, fuel, heat, and chemical reaction. Now, you can consult with any chemistry book and confirm that when one component is removed, the fire can be extinguished. Now repeat after me, the components of fire tetrahedron is oxygen, oxygen, you say oxygen, fuel, heat, and chemical reaction. Now, again, when one component is removed, the fire can be extinguished. So when oxygen is removed, the fire can be extinguished. When the fuel is removed, the fire can be extinguished. When the heat is removed, the fire can be extinguished. When chemical chain reaction did not occur, the fire can be extinguished. Now Leviticus 6.12 says, The fire on the altar shall be kept burning, it shall not go out. Now the description of each component was really from the science book. I use the description as an analogy to our spiritual fire. Now, this is important. As we talk each, about each component of fire and to our spiritual fire, I will ask some questions that can help us reflect and determine if our fire is still burning, myself included, or is about to be quenched or extinguished. Now, the sincerity of your answer is between you and the Lord. Fire tetrahedron, oxygen, the essential component of fire. A fire needs oxygen to start and continue. In analogy to our spiritual fire, oxygen is the Spirit of God. The air we breathe, His very presence living in us. Questions. Do you have a relationship with God? How's your relationship with God? Do you always seek to be in His presence, like how you need oxygen to breathe? Next, fuel. A fire needs a fuel source in order to burn. Our spiritual fuel in order to burn, devotional, prayer, and soaking time. How's your reading God's Word? 
How consistent, regular are you with your devotional prayer and soaking time? Heat. A fire cannot ignite unless it has a certain amount of heat and it cannot grow without heat. These sources of heat ignite and cause our spiritual fire to grow. Life groups, selbalik. Worship celebration, simbalik. Discipleship. You're fine. Your health is okay. And not restricted to join physical worship celebrations. Do you give time to be in a worship celebration? Do you have a life group? Do you regularly attend your life group meeting? Are you willing to be discipled? Do you connect with your life group leader? Chemical chain reaction. The heat of the flames is able to heat surrounding fuel, whether that is nearby wood or flammable liquids. Fire spreads because of uninhibited chain reaction from the heat energy. There is chemical chain reaction and our fire spreads through evangelism, consolidation, leading life groups. When was the last time that you've shared the gospel with others? Are you following up, connecting with the people you want for the Lord? Are you leading life groups? Do you desire to lead a life group? Again, the sincerity of your answer is between you and the Lord. And this is not being legalistic. The main objective of the questions is for us to reflect if we still have the fire of the Lord or if each component is still with us. Because this indicates our fire. Amen? Now, going back to the definition of unquenchable, meaning impossible to suppress or impossible to destroy. But let us be vigilant. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The enemy comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. So let us be watchful of these fire extinguishers. Now, not to mention the so obvious fire extinguisher like lust of the flesh, immorality, living in this really can extinguish your fire, and the pride of life. The fire extinguishers. 2 Timothy 1.6 says, This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I lay my hands on you. First fire extinguisher that we're going to talk about is fear. Romans 8.15, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so, you, that, so that you live in fear again. I like what Pastor Luther shared during our September 28th primary meeting. He said, what you fear will enslave you. Obviously, at present, what really basically makes everybody fearful is the COVID-19 pandemic, whether we accept it or not. Yes, COVID-19 is real, and we have to be wise, careful, and responsible. The reason why we have this full face shield, face mask, proper hygiene, 
We carefully consider all the recommended precautions from the IATF and other government officials. Let us be careful, yes. But let us not cower in fear that quenches our fire for God. Now, this may help. Based on history, Christians were no, were no strangers to epidemics or pandemic. Vivian Natton, the esteemed historian of medicine, writes that from the 14th to 18th centuries, a town would experience an epidemic or plague approximately every de decade and once in every generation. Disease outbreaks were part of the rhythm of life. Those outbreaks caused by bubonic plague, ito pong bubonic plague, yung pong mga daga, like were particularly dreadful, boasting a fatality rate of 60 to 90%. Now, in response to these outbreaks, Christians wrote many of their experiences, and one is Pastor John Hess. Si Pastor John Hess asked Martin Luther a question. This was his question. Is it proper for a Christian to run away in fear from a deadly plague? Mga, mga kapatid, this question was raised 1527. Ano na ngayon? 2020. So matagal na itong question na to. Pastor John has asked, Is it proper for Christians to run away in fear from a deadly plague? Now, si Martin Luther po was no stranger to epidemic. In 1527, plague struck Wittenberg, the university town where Luther lived. So when Luther gave advice, he knew what he was talking about. Luther replied to Johann Hess' question, Is it proper for a Christian to run away in fear from a deadly plague? His reply, Our loving God surely works for our good even in the places we do not expect, including amid the evil of deadly epidemics. The fear of bodily illness and death should drive us to pray and care for our souls, remembering that this world is not our lasting home. An epidemic is one of many evils that beset us, and we have to take that seriously. But the greater evil is allowing the devil to cripple us in fear within. In this account, Martin Luther kept advancing the kingdom of God like he has served mga hospitals. He was careful, but he did not cower in fear. Despite the plague that time, he was really advancing the kingdom of God and he was okay. Fear is the chief fire extinguisher. It is the great immobilizer, kept Christians from shining their light. Fear has frozen many people from living out their purpose. Next, fire extinguisher, self-entitlement. 2 Kings 5.11, But Naaman went away angry and said, Naaman was angry. I thought that he would surely come out to me, si Elisha daw. And stand and call on the name of the Lord is God. Wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Kasi my leprosy si Naaman and he wanted to be healed. And so he called for Elisha. In this account, Naaman got angry with prophet Elisha because he thought that Elisha will personally talk to him and pray for his leprosy and be healed. But instead, sent a messenger and was instructed to tell Naaman in 2 Kings 5.10, Elisha sent a messenger. 
Say to him, go, wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. You see, nagalit si Naaman. Naaman had that self-entitlement mentality. Bakit? He was the commander of the army of the king of Aram that time. But Elisha did not face him. Self-entitlement is the belief that we deserve privileges or special treatments. Dapat special treatment, Jude. When we don't get what we want, we feel we have been treated unfairly. It is the practice of thinking and speaking sa sarili or talking to yourself, mataas ang inabot ko, may narating ako, may posisyon ako. Be careful of these two words that may indicate self-entitlement. These words... I deserve. I deserve na mag-reply dahil sa kong text or sa kong messenger, si Kuya Ate, life group leader, kay napod ba ako'y ginabuhat? I deserve na ma-appeal ko kay nagod ko'y skill, iskwilahan ko ganit na. Nga wala man na-replyan dayon, nga wala man na-appeal na lain, dili na magpakita. Muna'y ginaingon. O ito yung sinasabi nating mahirap hanapin ang taong ayong magpakita. Self-entitlement is a fire extinguisher. I like the point of Pastor Luther from last week's message, But God. The point, you are not really special on your own, but God loved you and saved you. You see, we don't really deserve God's love. But He loved and saved us anyway. And you call that grace. Not because we're entitled to it or we deserve it. Next, offense. Fire extinguisher. Matthew 11.6 Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Offense from the Greek word skandalon. Katawagan ko kay sa Greek word palang skandalon na yun offense. The word scandalon was used to describe a trap that has a bait attached. Now, trap siya, pero na siya i-bait kaniya para matrap ka. Now, the one, if the one took the, the bait, surely matrap that thing. Now, offense is one of the primary baits or paon which Satan uses to trap believers. Once in his trap, He can easily make them maglagot, na offense naglagot, magcriticize, magcause of division, rebellion. And one sign of unresolved offense is magpalayo. Inoffended man. Magpalayo na sa life group, magpalayo na sa church. Kung i-message sa life group leader, sin mode na lang. Gina-joke na gani, mag-joke-joke na, hala, makaparipay na joke kong atop na mo, kay daghan kay kong sin. Yeah. Daghan kay siyang sin, makaripay na siyang atop. Now you see, true story, a church was divided tungod ang isa ka member na offend kay wala na tuman iyang gusto kong asa ibutang ang piano. Offense is a fire extinguisher. Monang fire extinguisher, kay imbis na nagkalayo, nagkalayo. The stress is on the last syllable. Joke yun. 
praise the Lord. Fear, self-entitlement, offense. Let us be mindful of these fire extinguishers and pray that we will overcome them. Amen? And lastly, how do we keep unquenchable fire? Deep to po tayo mag-focus. How do we keep unquenchable fire? This is the very main objective of this, of this talk. First is, make sure that you have saving relationship with Jesus, our source of oxygen. John 15, 4, 5. Oh, before I proceed, now, as we talk about how do we keep unquenchable fire, we will use the components of fire tetrahedron as we talk about how to keep unquenchable fire. Because again, fire tetrahedron describes all four components needed to ignite and sustain a fire. So again, first is, make sure that you have saving relationship with Jesus. Our source of oxygen. John 15, 4, 5 says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Get connected to the vine. Connected meaning an authentic, true relationship with Jesus. A life surrendered to Him. A changed life all by His grace. And have the relationship sealed by the Holy, Sp by the Holy Spirit, His presence in us. The air we breathe. Next is, establish your fireplace. Let's refuel, refuel, refuel. Tell the person next to you, refuel. Matthew 3.11 says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Devo, soaking, prayer. Let's have our fireplace and do these things. Ask the person next to you, do you have a fireplace? Now, we encourage you to have a fireplace in your balai, boarding house, or wherever you are living, where you can spend time with the Lord daily. Nalinga ko sa akong isa kagina disciple kay nag-share man siya sa, sa, sa isa ka room. And so there, all she has is a corner. And she said, nasay breakthrough corner. And that's her fireplace. Yes, indeed, your fireplace can you your breakthrough corner. Amen? A place wherein you can meditate on His word. Jeremiah 23, 29, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord. I remember what Pastor Luther said, In case lang, just in case you, can, you cannot read the word of the Lord in the morning, then make time reading the word in the afternoon or during your break time. Basta, basa o Bible. Next, prayer. First Thessalonians, Thessalonians 6, 7, Pray continually. E.M. Bound said, There is no incense without fire. There is no prayer without flame. Prayer is about seeking the face of God. This is something we must do every day. Amen? Let's refuel. Next, connect to a life group. Commit to discipleship. Join worship celebration. Symbolic, 
Let, there be, let these be sources to ignite the heat and cause our fire to grow. Acts 2.42 They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Perhaps you're here and you're saying, I don't need a life group. Been there, done that. Now, if that is your attitude, the more you need a life group, the more you need someone to disciple you. Now, I've tested about this like countless times already, but I'd like to, st to testify again about this heat causing us to grow, our fire to grow. I am under discipleship with Pastor Latour and Pastor Alea for 20 years. And yes, I, I started the discipleship when I was in my 20s. In 20s. And honestly, they really helped me fan the flame, my fire for God. And they're with me through thick and thin, in sickness and in health, physically and spiritually. And I just don't know where I could be without the spiritual family. So connect to a life, to a life group, to a discipleship. Have a spiritual family wherein you can grow your fire. Amen? Next is preach the gospel. Chemical chain reaction. Let us spread the fire. Tell the person next to you, spread the fire. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to, every, to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Spread the fire. Now we have lighthouse evangelism flyers. I'm so blessed with the heart of Pastor Latour and Pastor Alea. They really had the, the flyers printed so we can use to distribute wherever we, we go, like in our workplace. And the testimony of Pastor Latour and Pastor Alea, you know, are now, now really in, in the in a spiritual family because of a flyer. You just really don't know how God can use that flyer to save a soul. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, I'd like to end with this story. And I, and I really hope and pray that we could get that, that fire to really spread the gospel. Because this is the, our purpose. Love God. Love people. Now, are you familiar with the story of Titanic? I'm sure you are. Now, I've, I've come across an article entitled, Titanic's Last Hero. And I'll end with this story. Titanic sank on its first voyage on April 14, 1912. And one of the passengers was a pastor named John Harper. It was the night of April 14, 1912. The Titanic sailed swiftly on the bitterly cold ocean waters. At 11.40 p.m. on that fateful night, an iceberg scraped the ship's starboard side showering the decks with ice and ripping open six watertight compartments the sea poured in on board the ship that night was john harper and his much beloved six-year-old daughter nana according to documented reports as soon as it was apparent that the ship was going to sink to sink john harper immediately took his daughter to a lifeboat it is reasonable to assume that this widowed preacher could have easily gotten on board this boat to safety. However, it never seems to have crossed his mind. He bent down and kissed his precious little girl. Looking into her eyes, he told her that she would see him again.
Now, it was reported that John Harper was seen making his way up the deck yelling, Women, children, into the lifeboats! It was only minutes later that the Titanic began to rumble deep within. Most people thought it was an explosion. Actually, the ship was literally breaking in half. At this point, many people jumped off the decks and into the icy dark waters below. John Harper was one of these people. A few minutes later, Harper swam back to the young man. There's this young one man. And succeeded in leading him to salvation. Four years later, at a survivor's meeting, this young man stood up and in tears recounted how that after John Harper had led him to Christ, Mr. Harper had tried to swim back to help other people, yet because of the intense cold had grown too weak to swim. His last words before going under in the frigid waters were, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. After reading this, it's a grabbing fire. Yes, John Harper died, but his fire lives on. This is indeed unquenchable fire passed on to that young man who was saved. And that young man's testimony is so powerful that will ignite the fire of another soul, of another soul, of another soul. Amen? Now in conclusion, our unquenchable fire for God will help us stay strong in the Lord at present and the years to come. However, we need to decide to always keep the fire on the altar, our hearts burning for Him, seeking His presence always, attend life groups, discipleship, and worship celebrations. Through this, by God's grace, we will be able to avoid the things that can extinguish or quench our fire. Let us always seek to be in the fireplace, be ignited by the presence of God, and spread the fire to others. Brothers and sisters, let our fire be unquenchable until Jesus Christ returns. Amen? Amen. Come on. I'm requesting everybody to please stand. And let us respond to the word. If it's not so much with you, you can bow down your heads and raise your hands as an act of surrender to the Lord in reverence to His presence today. Thank you, Lord God. Father, thank you so much, O oh God, Lord, for your presence. God would like to respond to your word, Lord God. Lord, help us to have that unquenchable fire for you, Lord God. Lord, for your glory and honor. God, thank you so much, O oh God. Lord, that you be, oh God, Lord, the source of our oxygen, oh God, Lord, the, the very air that we breathe. Help us always seek your face, oh God. Help us to ignite our fire, oh God. Lord, we fuel. Lord, seek to grow, oh God. Lord, be in discipleship. Lord, be in a gathering, oh God, such as worship celebrations where we can get the heat and cause our fire to grow. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord God. And you are here. And if online, you know that you, you fear and perhaps you're offended somehow and self-entitlement. 
issue an fire extinguisher, let us surrender this to the Lord and ask for God's forgiveness and help us to put that fire back again in our hearts. Lord God, Lord, sorry, Lord God. Lord, was so fearful, oh God. Lord, I'm sorry, Lord God. Lord, for I've been offended, oh God. Lord, I'm sorry, Lord God. Lord, I want that fire again, Lord God. I want that fire again, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Let's keep praying. Lord, we thank you, God, that you are the God of fire. And today we pray, Lord God, fill our hearts with that fire, Lord God. Lord, pasailuami sa mga fire extinguishers and we surrender them to you, God. Self-entitlement, offense, and those other things. In the name of Jesus, we surrender them to you, O God. Today we pray, change our hearts. Lord, we give them to you, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Salamat, Lord God. And Lord, we just surrender our lives to you right now. Lord, salamat, Lord. Come on, let's just give our hearts to the Lord. Father, we open our hearts to you. And we say, fill us right now with the fire of heaven. Fill us with, right now with the Holy Spirit. Fill us right now, Lord, with your touch. God, we need you, Lord. Set us on fire, God. Set us on fire, God. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Fill us today with the fire of heaven. Fill us today with a passion for God. And Lord, we pray that our hearts will burn for you. Our hearts will burn for you, God. Our hearts will burn for you. So God, we pray that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, fill us right now. Come on, open your heart to the Lord. God, we pray let our hearts burn for you with passion, with fire. In the name of Jesus, we pray that, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, keep opening your heart to the Lord. Keep opening your heart to God. Lord, today we continually ask of you, God, fill us. Fill us with your fire in the name of Jesus. Come on, keep praying to the Lord. But right now, I want to talk to those who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord. If you're here today and you've not yet surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you see, God loves you so much. He gave His one and only Son, Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, became a human being. He died for you. He gave His life for you so you can find forgiveness of sins and you will have a restored relationship with God. You see, God made you, all of us, for Himself. And we have been given the call to live in that relationship. But for many of us, we refuse that. We run away from God. We have stayed away. Today, the Lord is calling you. Give your life to God. If you're here and you want to say, Lord, I'll give my life to you. You're watching or listening online. The Lord is saying to you, give your life to me. Would you surrender your life to the Lord today? Would you tell the Lord, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, come into my life. Pakasalanan po ako. Pakasalanan po ako, Panginoon. Kailangan kita. Hindi ko kayang iligtas ang sarili ko. Come into my life, Jesus. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Come, take over my life. I receive you. I trust you. I surrender to you right now. Come on, if you know you need to pray that prayer, if you know you need to surrender your life to the Lord, do it right now. Tell him, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I surrender. 
Jesus, I allow you now to lead me, to change me, to do what you want. And so, Lord, we pray, bless us today as we surrender our lives to you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Right now, receive blessings from God. Raise your hands and receive blessings from God. Lord, bless your people financially. Lord, bless your people with comfort and joy. Lord, bless your people, God, with strength and encouragement. Let your people abound in victory and power by the strength of the Holy Spirit. Bless your people, God, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Everyone, raise your hands for the final blessing as we are now about to be dismissed. Receive the final blessing of the Lord before you go. Now the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly. The Lord bless you with His peace. In the name of Jesus we pray. And everyone would say, Amen. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen your heart in this trying time. And please keep posted because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so that you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.